listening to The Gender Rebels, a question and answer podcast that explores life outside of the gender binary. I'm Kathleen, a cisgender woman and ally living in Brooklyn. And I'm Faith, a transgender woman who also lives in Brooklyn. We'll be exploring topics like hormones, surgery, coming out, pronouns, LGBT stuff, and Q stuff, boys, girls, and everything in between. And if you disagree with us, factually, morally, or scientifically, then you're probably wrong. We are so happy we have a guest today. Erica Killian has kindly agreed to join us for the show. Welcome, Erica. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us yes. today. Yeah, my name's Erica Killian. I'm a trans woman, and I live in the great upper Midwest of uh, the United States. Mm -hmm. I teach at, at a small college, and I'm very happy to join you guys. And I'm, I got to say, I'm a huge fan of Gender ah! Rebels. And oh, I absolutely. Oh, thank you. Every, every, everything you do is so spot on and so ah! like relevant for me. And <laughs> yay, even, excellent. Thank you. you know, I'm an old lady. I'm. I'm <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> we won't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I am, and and. It, but you guys, you guys just hit hit all the marks. I mean, you just yes. you're just so on target. I and and you crack me up every time. You just I just <laughs> laugh so hard. Thank well, you so much. Thank oh you. And also, for people who are listening to our podcast for the first time, mm -hmm. uh, you just really set the bar high. <laughs> we're gonna have to like nail it this yeah. episode, or we're gonna look ridiculous now. <laughs> Tonight is not the night to have an off night, Faith. Oh, so, God, no. Yeah, stay All on right. top of it. <laughs> I just wanted to thank you again for, for being on the mm -hmm. show. I had not anticipated heaps of praise, but I'll never turn that down. No. But so. Faith got in touch and uh, asked you to be on the show. Faith, what were you thinking Erica could tell us about today? Well, part of what we want to talk about on Gender Rebels is... all the different experiences that people outside the gender binary can bring mm -hmm. you know what they're what really how their own unique perspective can maybe help other people because we often say on this show that if there's a 14 year old listening to this who doesn't know how to transition or isn't sure they they can that maybe they're getting some good ideas so maybe for this show it's like if there's a 35 year old out there sure who is having the same thoughts mm -hmm. so we kind of want to get a different perspective so erica you've Mentioned in a very self-depreciating way. <laughs> I think you used the term old woman. We wouldn't use that, but but you did. It's... So give us, a, if you don't mind, a little bit of background. Where, when did you, how old are you? If you might I will, want to share that. I, I, and I, I you can give us a quote. Ask a girl her age, you know. And Well, I'm going to tell you, though, because I think it is pretty important. I'm in my upper 50s. All right. Okay, that's not old. Not old. Yeah, well. It's the new upper twenties. Yeah, <laughs> it it feels old sometimes, but sure. Um, <laughs> but other times, it's like uh, you know, I I feel like I have a new a new life. I'm, sure. I very mm -hmm. recently started transitioning, and I've only been full time for four months. Well, so, wow! Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. I know. So you said recently. When did you first have transgender feelings? Okay. When did you actually pull choose? The yeah, to pull the trigger, so to speak. <laughs> well, this... do you have a happier metaphor? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but can we have like a happier one? Like, pull when the... did you decide to finally grasp the warm puppy? Okay. Well, you know that actually can turn this thing all serious because. A couple of years ago, I was like very depressed 
And mm. I was trying to figure out why. Part of the issue was I had gone through a divorce, and the divorce was very painful. Mm. And as far as when did I know I was transgender? Well, I didn't have language for it, but I can trace it back to being about five or six years old. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I was that age and I was in kindergarten and first in school, I had this series of incidents that happened when I was a kindergartner. And I had a teacher who was very harsh. Mm -hmm. Now, I had very strong feelings of wanting to play with the girls. And I would do so and I would get corrected. Really? Yeah. Mm. (laughs) At one point, there was a big deal. And it was a very traumatic experience because she like grabbed me by my ear and hauled hauled me out in the hall and sat me down. There was a, a you know, a great deal of hullabaloo about how I was behaving with mm-hmm. other ch- other children. And, yeah. And wow. At that point, I really understood, you know, this all had to be a really big secret. Yeah. Or this is hmm. a huge yeah. this, problem. This is Whatever's like, going whoa, on. I had absolutely no language for it. I really didn't have any idea what was going on with me. Sure. Uh, and it probably, this lack of insight into myself probably persisted for the next five decades. So honestly, that makes a lot of sense. And that was exactly their intention. If you think about it is to quote unquote, fix this is to make this not a problem, at least for them. Right. That was clearly the pattern with any kids who exhibited gender nonconformity, you would Mm -hmm. get corrected and sometimes in pretty hard ways. And that was the case for me. And I did bury it. Of course, Mm-hmm. By the time I was about 11 years old, I had a very, very strong desire to dress as a girl. And so I started very secretly and very privately, which is a really common story. I think when, so, yeah. When, I know when, nothing when, about that. <laughs> <laughs> whenever I could, I will say this. I was extremely closeted then for the next mm-hmm. 40-some years. including with respect to the woman I married. Mm. And Mm. this is another common story. Now, I mentioned Mm. the great 1980s. (laughs) There was a time when I did start to try to break out of my egg. Mm -hmm. And that was a time when it was still very difficult to do so. And I had a girlfriend at the time, always been interested in women, and and I admitted to her who I was, and she was one of the very, very few people, this is the 1980s now, she, yeah. was, <laughs> she was one of the very, very few people I'd ever mentioned any of this to. And mm-hmm. our relationship went south fairly quickly. <sighs> I mean, it's not that she was a mean person, but our relationship didn't survive it. Then if we go fast forward into the 1990s, you know, these decades, Mm -hmm. when I fell in love with the the woman I married, and at that point I had a lot of clothes. I was a very active, though closeted, Mm cross-dresser. And I decided this is over. I'm now going to get married. And there was this one point where... All of my clothes left on a garbage truck in an alley in Evanston, Illinois. Wow. You know, and yeah. I had a lot. I got rid of everything in one full swoop. The purge. People yes, talk about the that's purge. The purge. And bull. never worked. <laughs> it, well, interestingly, not 100%, but it pretty much did 
last for about 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Eventually, that situation boiled over. Then I had to tell my ex um, that I was transgender. I had to tell mm-hmm. her. And our marriage was over right there. Wow. Yeah. And not even tell her, I'm a crossdresser. You you knew at that point there is no oh, yeah. going halfway on this. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I, di- I didn't really want to burden her with trying to refigure out our entire lives. Mm-hmm. We basically mutually agreed that the divorce was the right mm-hmm. course of action. And that was five years ago. Mm-hmm. That really shook my foundations, oh, to, say, to say the least. About two years ago, I decided I really had to do something about this. So I started cross-dressing again. You know, Get that a, wardrobe back. Yes. <laughs> it was right after the same-sex marriage decision a year and a half ago, I decided I'm going to try to be mm-hmm. in public. Mm-hmm. And so I said, I'm going to go to Twin Cities Pride, and I'm going to go as myself. And I did. Wow. Yes, yeah. and I did. Great. And you can't imagine how terrified I was getting in the elevator, <laughs> going down to the lobby of where I was staying, which is a nice place in yeah. Minneapolis, and walking yeah. out under the street and seeing people. Are they going to stay? And you know what? Nobody was staring. Nobody noticed the thing. <sighs> and I'm going, oh, well. <laughs> I'm actually doing okay. Holy crap. Did you want to just yell, can't you people see? <laughs> I know, I know. They, I said, they Look can't, how pretty I am. They yeah. can't tell anything. And, and <laughs> seriously, I will say my presentation, I could see the flaws. <laughs> but they evidently weren't. And of course, it was Pride Weekend and it was Minneapolis-St. Paul, which is quite trans-friendly. So I had a wonderful time. I shook Al Franken's hand and wow. and met a lot of people, including people I've become very close friends with now. I'm going to mention a group that I connected up with about this time. Yeah. It's called the Minnesota Tea Girls. And mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want another, a, a recommendation for somebody to interview, I'm going to drop a name, Hannah McKnight, who has a wonderful website. Look up Hannah. Okay. okay. And we'll put a link to those two below mm-hmm. and, and maybe we'll try to get Hannah. The very nice thing about Minnesota Tea Girls is it's a, it's a social club. You know, it's it's not about politics. It's it's like, let's get makeovers. Let's go shopping. <laughs> let's go to the theater. Let's have yeah. dinner. Yeah. Let's, so there's a monthly event and I started going to those and uh, my eggs started cracking really ah. wide, wide open at that point. And this, like, this is... This is about yeah. one year ago. We go from the summer of 2015 to last summer. My shell had been left way behind. Yeah, and, there's no putting that shell back together again. And, yeah. and I had no idea what happiness was. <laughs> I, had never, I had never experienced anything like yeah. what happiness is supposed to be. Until I know it's, you know, I yeah. get, I get I'm so very. I'm glad that group. Oh my god! I know they were. I mean, it was just so wonderful to finally be able to be out in public. And another thing I did that was, I found a woman who does transformations. Really? Yeah, yeah I've seen these. Who, yeah, who's yeah. in who's in the Minneapolis St. Paul area? It's called La Femme Mystique. 
Mm-hmm. And she's this really, really sweet, understanding woman who's very talented. And so I visited her mm. and I saw myself. I just, I was so floored. She did photography. So I modeled. Mm. Oh, nice. That's always those, fun, isn't it? And, <laughs> oh, and those pictures are like so important for me. I now use them professionally. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. So, so like, she, here's my work ID. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, in fact, I teach online classes and, and oh, really? the, in my picture uh, for my online class that I use for my students is one of the pictures that we shot that day. Sure. So, wow. Yeah. So, and then we went You're out like, to I, dinner. This looks good. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went out this to dinner good. and, you know, it was like incredible. Like, Oh, can I get you ladies anything? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, you know. <laughs> and it was so say like, you know, girl, you can do this. Holy crap. You yeah. know, and after about 6 months, I this summer came around and I was having to decide what my plan was, and then my original sure. plan was this is going to take 3 years to okay. and and hopefully mm-hmm. I can be full-time by the fall of 2018. Mm-hmm. Now, what were you hoping for? What were you like waiting for? Because I think everyone who plans to go full time is like, okay, I've got to check off these 17 boxes <laughs> and then I'll be ready. When, <laughs> what, what were some of your boxes that you had to check off that you were kind of thought you could accomplish in the, that three years and that would take three years? Yeah. Well, I thought I needed medical transition of some form and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to need tons of counseling and I'm going to need all this. But it turns out that mm-hmm. I've actually not had a ton of the medical side yet. And I have, okay. and I've had basic counseling. But the big thing was, can I live in public? How is that going to be? And can I, yeah. ima- can I imagine myself at work? And I decided, you know what? I'm just going to have to come out at work. That's yeah. That's there's the no way around that particular no. one. I just yeah. I just have to, and because there was at that point there's there was no way back. So yeah. So why can't I be self-employed? <laughs> why can't Why can't I just work from home? Yeah. yeah. And and so I sent a message to my boss and my dean, and I said, I need to talk to you. And he was petrified. He oh, thought, really? He, he thought I was going to quit. Aha, uh-huh, that's a good when response. I, when, I talked to, when I talked to my HR, they thought I wanted a raise. Because <laughs> I made yeah. an appointment to talk to HR at yeah. like a specific time, and then I was really nervous when I went in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They were relieved when you said, oh, oh they're like, oh, you're just trans. All right, whatever. <laughs> That's, that was exactly it. And he said, oh, is, <laughs> oh, is that all? <laughs> oh, my God. No, and then, I, then of course, I, I spent a lot of time telling him my story. I think I had him crying a little bit. Oh. You know, I almost kind of telling him the same story I just told you. And he was, he was a little bit choked up. Yeah. And then I talked to the president of our college and our personnel director, and and we went out and had lunch. We had some girl talk, and it was like they, <laughs> were, they were incredibly nice and wonderful, and just beyond. They were just 
beyond my dreams how <laughs> how wonderful and accommodating and you know Iowa has good law but this was really beyond anything that you would that you would expect from just being you know people being forced to accept you because of the law yeah yeah this sounds like and, above and beyond yeah oh they were incredible they were Aww. incredible and I live in a pretty conservative area. I mean, this is conservative Midwest. My town voted mm. Trump three to one. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. Those people have not been any problem at all. In fact, they have been sweet oh. and nice to me. We don't see oh. eye to eye on a oh. lot of things, but it's not like we can't work together. We work together That's famously. That's so, great. Oh, great. <laughs> so the, sto- the story, dream. I'm astonished every day. The students are great. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a couple of sour pusses running around out there, but they stay out of my way. But the overwhelming experience that I have is just wonderful people. And people will come up to me and say, oh, you're so courageous. You have so much courage. <laughs> and and, I, and then I always say back, oh, yeah, I have so much courage dealing with all these super nice, wonderful people all the time. <laughs> Every like, day is a battle. <laughs> you know, it's it's a it's a dream. Wow, it, it's fantastic. Like, yeah, I mean, I have new sets of problems, but mm. they're ones mm-hmm. that I'm enjoying working on a little bit more than total depression and, and feeling hopeless. Like this is just ho- part exactly. of how living is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so happy to hear yeah. that. Well, that's that's interesting to me. And, you know, we've we've talked with a lot of people who are yeah. uh, who've done transitions younger, or, uh, trans men and of all <laughs> these people who could be listening. I want to ask what your advice would be for someone who's hearing this, who's 55, 60. What would you well, tell this person? I do have a bit of advice, and this is something that many of us in our group, we've talked about, and that is, should you tell your significant other if you have these feelings? Mm. Especially if you're living a male life and you feel like you're a transgender woman, which is what Mm -hmm. my experience is. And Mm -hmm. I would say, do not bury your transness. It has not served me well in my life. I wish I'd have been able to figure myself out. But the thing you don't want to do is you don't want to hide this from somebody you're that close to. That's sure. from, yeah. from, from experience, that is something, if, if, if I had something to do over again, e- even if it would have meant that my marriage would have never happened, that would have been a preferable outcome mm-hmm. for both of us. Coming out and understanding myself has been positive in every way that I that I can imagine, and wow. and the neg mm. and the negatives are are you know yeah some problems have been created but <laughs> but but so few and I get along so well being closeted and living in secret. That's a that's a hard burden. Yeah. yeah. There was a moment right before I decided I wanted to try to be in public. That was about the same time Caitlyn Jenner came out. Aha. Uh-huh. And something she said really hit home. If I lived the rest of my life without doing this, I would regret it. I know I would regret it. 
yeah. at a later time when when I could no longer do it. I didn't want to wait till it was too late. Absolutely. Think whatever you want about Caitlyn Jenner, but but sure. she's been she's been an inspiration for me, and I agree with that. Don't wait until it's too late. That's it. It's your life. Yeah. You only get one right. of these. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I just like what you went through. There's so much at stake. There's a million reasons not to, but it's your life. It, right. Right. Don't waste but, a minute of it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Well, like, Erica, thank you so so much. I, we so appreciate I, you yeah. talking with us tonight. It's great to hear. Our, such a completely positive story. I know. Like, well, I'm I'm trying. You know, I tried to come up with the little negatives, but it was. <laughs> Where do I keep all these damn shoes now? <laughs> all right, the listeners, everyone, yeah. thank you so much for listening. Check out the links below of the group out in Minnesota if you are in Minnesota Tea Girls. Minnesota Tea Girls. Minnesota right? Tea Girls. Yeah, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna promote. You awesome. Excellent. Awesome. Take a look. Any other Tea Girls in the area? Definitely join this group. <laughs> sounds like at least one person sounds pretty cool there. Yeah. So you have our stamp of approval. Again, Erica, thank you so so much. We will definitely be in touch to schedule another show with you. Yes. Thank you. Terrific. Terrific. I'll keep an eye out for for interesting topics as they come up. Ooh. Yes. Oh, yes. You can yes. always send us questions, yes. Erica, you or also mm -hmm. all our other listeners. Mm -hmm. And if you know of any of your friends who have any questions, any issues that you think are worth discussing, definitely send them our way. I don't think we're anywhere close to running out of topics, but all of the suggestions will be <laughs> uh, will be addressed. Well, very helpful. We yeah. Have, uh, responded to all of our listener mail as it comes in. Great. Thanks, Erica. <laughs> all right. Bye bye. 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 Thanks again for listening to The Gender Rebels. Please send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com. If you like us, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. Music for The Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Find the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for more of The Gender Rebels, visit our website, genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a Comeback Sync production. Copyright 2016. All rights reserved. And to all you Gender Rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye! All right, cool. So I will, uh, do you want me to send you the final show, but when it's all edited or should I just release it when it's ready to go? Oh, you, you can just release it. I, cool. I totally trust you to, Yay! to don't, don't do that. Cause we're going to start because <laughs> what we do is we ask you questions and then we go back in and then we ask new questions. <laughs> Funnier, what do you, you know? think of mother Teresa? And then we go back in and edit it. Say, what do you think of Hitler? <laughs> I think Hitler was a great Catholic nun. Wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay. I don't let Faith do any editing. Faith doesn't let, I mean, Pat doesn't let me edit. Oh, no, I've been punked. <laughs> yes.
Kath and Faith, I I mean, I'm serious. I love you guys, and I'm going to. <laughs> I, it's so nice to hear yeah. you going to know. <laughs> really do. But you don't want to see our audience set up. Oh. And make and make sure you dupe that where I said it before, and just you know, like put it in about eighteen times in the in the podcast. That's the plan. Yep. <laughs>